0: Hello and welcome to, what is this channel called? Oh yes, Rotten Karma. I'm going to be reading some Reddit posts for your passive enjoyment while you meander through this existence. So sit back and relax. The first one we have is from R Off My Chest. And it's called, No one in my life knows how much money I have. I, 25 female, have 22.3 million pounds. I'm from a low-income household, my parents are incredibly selfless, and I'm an only child. I worked through year 11 and sixth form and was encouraged to save every penny whilst my parents paid my way. I had 26,000 saved when I started university. Instead of applying for hospitality jobs, I applied for several jobs out of my reach and got one at a marketing firm. I worked there part-time during my bachelor's degree. I was paid above minimum wage and was given bonuses and promotions. I made many connections during this job that were useful in the future. I got the highest maintenance loan possible due to my low-income household and was able to save a chunk of it each year. I also got a bursary and saved the entirety of it. During my second year, I got a sugar daddy, Greg. Just to clarify, I did not sleep with this man until we had been going on dates for nearly a year. This man was 60, and I found him attractive, and he was genuinely nice. Greg paid for my rent in my second and third year, and during my master's degree. He would buy me lavish gifts, pay for trips, pay for practically everything. I also got a weekly allowance from him, and never had to spend any of my own money. When I was doing my master's, I was also working part-time at a pretty reputable firm. I got this job through experience and connections. This job paid very generously, and once I finished my master's, I negotiated an incredible salary. By the age of 22, I was able to fully support myself and live comfortably. I could treat myself whenever I wanted. I was not in need of financial help. However, I continued seeing Greg. He bought my flat for me as a master's graduation gift. He bought me a car. He would buy me extravagant things all the time. Sometimes I'd not see him for a few months, but we usually would see each other regularly. I enjoyed Greg's company, regardless of whether I was being paid or not, and I considered him a good friend. I was 23 when I found out Greg had heart problems. I would go and see him pretty often, And we just talk and chill. Greg didn't really have anybody in his life. He was lonely, and that's pretty much why he paid me. Greg passed away last year. I did not know this, and it was a huge shock to me, but Greg's estate was divided into three. I was one of the three. My life has forever changed because of this man. I was not in this for the money at the time of his passing, I had no idea he would ever put me in his will, and I genuinely enjoyed being with him. I was also very financially stable when he passed away, and I had no idea how much money Greg actually had. I guess I don't want to tell anybody in my life this because I would be judged. Sugar babies pretty much trade time and sex for luxury. People would minimize the person Greg was. My friends would probably laugh about it and compliment me on securing the bag. The truth is, I knew Greg for five years, and he was a big part of my life. I cared about him a lot, and I genuinely loved and adored him. I cried for a straight month after he passed away, and still cry to this day. I have no idea what to do with the money. I have donated some to charity. And gave some to my parents. I couldn't even give my parents any over-the-top large sum as they'd want to know where I got it. I don't want anybody to know I have this much money. This next one is also from off my chest. The title is, My Wheat dealer taught me a lesson that changed my entire outlook on life. So I've been buying off this guy for a few years or whatever, but I honestly never really took the time to talk to him or to get to know him. It's really funny, honestly, because he's this big kind of gangster dude, and I'm just this little white kid who has no sort of context in what sort of life he's living. But alas, our paths have connected. The other day it was pouring rain, but I was already out and wanted to get stuff from him, so I hit him up and he told me to come to his place like normal. I get there, and usually he will run down or sometimes have me come to his door. And this time, I guess because of the rain, he told me to come to the door. I get to the door, and he just tells me to come in. The first time, I had been inside his place, and I honestly felt honored that he trusted me enough to be inside. We just started talking, and then eventually this little baby girl walks out, and it's his daughter. He introduces me, and she's really sweet, only like maybe five or so. He tells me basically that her mom left them, and he's been a single dad for years. And he does what he does so that he can be with his daughter at all times when she needs him, because he had no one else. The rest of his immediate family had passed away, and in dull and tragic ways. Murders, overdoses. My heart started to just feel heavy, thinking about how one person can deal with all of that. I take my life so for granted. I've always had everything handed to me. Then when minor things happen to me, I make a big deal out of it. And here is someone who has gone through real tough shit, and is standing 10 toes strong. So, I asked him, how does he deal with so much on his plate, or manage many things at once? He stopped, and thought for a second, and then he picked up a neon green lighter that was sitting on the table, and he put it real close to my eyes, horizontally so that I was blocking my vision. And he says, what do you see? And I told him, I see green, the color of the lighter. And he said, right. What objects do you see clearly? And I just said, nothing. Then he pulled the lighter back next to his face and said, now, what do you see? And I was confused, but I said, I see the lighter? And he said, exactly. And that if you try to overanalyze things and look at them too closely, then you'll be lost trying to make sense of things. The best way to handle things is to look at the big picture and see what you're working with and how it can work for you. Never give any one thing too much of your energy, whether it's positive or negative. This is a few days ago now, but I'm still thinking about it very frequently. And I figured I would share that piece of advice. Lol, he smoked me out and let me hang out until the rain chilled a bit at his place. Very cool guy. So this subreddit that I'm pulling this, uh, well, reddit from, is called Dimension Jumping. And the title of this one is, I got pulled here years ago. Several years back, being a father was the last thing on my mind. I was traveling every week for work, and had come to terms with being the childless one in my family. Flying home one day, my flight got delayed and took off hours late due to wet weather. One of the consequences of this is that I would not make to the pharmacy in time that day to get my prescription refill. On the tarmac, I remember what seemed like lightning hitting the plane, and a loud, bright white light flash over. Next thing I know, I'm standing in my house, in my home office, already unpacked, as if my original flight was not delayed. What's more, I go to the bathroom, and my prescription refill, the one I could not have had time to get, is sitting on the counter. Thinking about it too hard, like trying to prove to myself both realities happened, or at least remember both scenarios, gave me nosebleeds. The pain stopped the more I accepted the new reality or the old, but the residual memories are still there. The next day, I learn my girlfriend is pregnant. My child and I have an incredible bond, I think, getting pulled here has something to do with them. I wonder what happened to me from here. Since the little things are off, like, I remember movie quotes a little differently. In fact, most past world events are 98% the way I remember them, like my own personal Mandela effect. I'm convinced something bad happened to the original me, and I was needed to replace them, however, involuntarily. Everything is close enough, but slightly off. Nosebleed Stopped Life has actually been very good since the event. As if my life trajectory changed for the better. And the last one is from Our Confessions. And the title is, I'm a raging feminist, but my greatest fantasy is to be a good housewife. I think the two can go together. Feminism, to me, includes supporting women making their own choices for their own lives. For me... I fantasize about marrying a good man and being a perfect wife for him. I want to spend all day cleaning, gardening, and cooking fresh meals for my family. I want to make every day special for him to come home to. I want to help make his life a dream. I'm all about female empowerment, but I get my greatest pleasure from serving others. I want to dedicate my life to serving my husband. So long as he treats me wonderfully in return. I want to be wildly in love and do anything to make him happy. I fantasize about becoming pregnant and carrying our children, then doing everything I can to make their lives wonderful. I want to raise them to be awesome people and set them up for beautiful futures. I grew up in an abusive, dysfunctional household. Constant screaming messes everywhere, primarily junk diets. I dream about keeping a squeaky clean house and making delicious and healthy home-cooked meals every day. It is so comforting to think of.